What up, this is your boy DJ EFN. You might know me as a drink champ, but first and foremost, I'm a proud father. I linked up with two of my other dad homies, Manny Digital and KGB, to start the Fatherhoods podcast. Each week, we bring you insider hip-hop stories, parenting, and advice and therapy. The saying is true, it takes a village, and we humorously serve as each other's trusted counsel in figuring out how not to screw up being a good dad. Fatherhood's Fatherhood's Podcast. Beats, rhymes, and diapers. Yo, Fatherhood's fam, when you're out and about with your baby and they start wilding out, what do you do? Most dudes are fumbling through the traditional baby bag their lady prepped for them, trying to find that one thing that will calm the kid down. That doesn't have to be your life. Dig no more. The firstborn diaper backpack from Fly Dad has over 21 compartments to have everything right where you need it to be for you and your baby and keeping you fly through the process. Get $20 off when you visit flydadgear.com slash fatherhoods. All right. So I'm tired, guys. So my energy is going to be a little low today. Oh, man. You know, so I drink Monster, bro. It's true. There you go. Sorry. Wait, uh, <laughs> way to do it. Eh? That's what I'm talking about, baby. Way to promote that, re- that rehab, boy. <laughs> Actually, I'm I'm religious with rehab. Yeah, yeah, that one's good. Real okay, good. okay. Not, not like from drugs and that kind of abuse. You're no, it's pretty clean. It's pretty. Cl- it's a clean one. That's a clean one. You talk about a beverage, just to be clear, in case people think you're going through rehab. No, no, no. Monster Energy Rehab. Yeah, it's a good one. What up, gents? What up, Mangs? Yo, where to start, bro? I don't know. We got UFOs, trains derailment, uh, uh, people getting beat up in the streets. Uh, getting crazy out there, man. I actually have a question that has nothing to do with any of that shit. Nothing to do with UFOs? Nothing to do with UFOs. What is it? Should, should I save it for later? Or do y'all want to talk about UFOs? No, no, no. Go ahead. Unidentified children? I can tell you one quick thing about UFOs. Go. So uh, my mom was talking to me last night, and she's she was just kind of laughing, like, "So you ready for those aliens?" <laughs> right. Right. Started laughing, and then I forget the name of it, but she said, "Like, there's been this whole thing, like back in the days, and like in the 40s and 50s, uh, where the government had created this thing called Project Blue Beam. I think it's called No Blue Book. Blue- Project Blue Book." Is it Blue Book or Blue Beam? Unless that's another project, but the, definitely the UFO thing that they were doing was Project Blue Book. Well, it, it, I don't know if it's Blue Book or Blue Beam or some other kind of beam. I don't Blue know. Balls. I mean, I'm sure there's Blue another balls. one. They probably have a million projects. But it was basically like once things started getting kind of crazy and out of whack and hard for people to, you know, for people to kind of rein in uh, the masses, would be to use this project to introduce ufos and aliens to the masses so that you'd scare the masses and have everyone come back together and listen to what the government says so like like a new religion just as a way to, i mean not not even like i don't even know if they introduce you know if their plan is to introduce actual aliens but the idea like it just seems wild that all of a sudden they release these classified documents and now they're shooting down things and not ruling it out and if you look at the kind of chaos that society is maybe it's a well ask yourself this this is the this is the question to ask why they said they didn't shoot down the 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 chinese spy balloon because they didn't want it to fall 
on people. So right. they waited a bunch of days, and then they shot it off the coast of the Carolinas. Why all of a sudden are these other three all good to just shoot down immediately over land? It's just, it's just, it, there's just questions around all this stuff. Like, what makes them like? How do they not know it's a it's a biological uh, situation where an enemy, right, right. and then we shoot. They they're hoping we shoot it down, and then it it rains down biological warfare on us or, or right. chemical warfare. Like it's yeah. just wild that they would. It's like they know what they're shooting down. Right. Yeah. Either they're the ones sending it up, and then they're they're not they're saying it, they're not saying it's not aliens. They're not ruling it out that it's UFOs. It's just like you never know if it's you know if it's what do they call it a a psyops um type of a thing or it's just we're living in some weird fucking times, bro. Every generation has always and, always and you're frozen, been. Manny. Oh, that's fucking great. <laughs> but, but it's a good side of your face. Thanks. Damn you now you're back. All right. Well, anyway, enough about UFOs. Until until the aliens come out. Who the Anunnakis? Then we'll then we'll talk about that. Anunnakis. I kind of want them to come already. Hurry up, bro. Like who gives a well, shit? Well, actually, if you want them to already come, I I've been following a bunch of podcasts that have all these guests that are like legit, like CIA people, Air Force people, ufologists, all this different stuff. There's and, such a thing as a ufologist? Oh man, for real. Yeah, straight up. Wow. Okay. Straight up. Um, and now they're they're in vogue because before they were looked as weirdos, right. but now they're in vogue and they're doing big speaking engagements and documentaries and all kinds of stuff. Begin the paper. But uh this one dude who did this this uh doc that I watched, which was pretty good, about a Brazilian crash that supposedly had live alien beings that were captured. And the guy goes to Brazil and he interviews all these people that were in the news and everything, and he shows the news and he shows the people now and all this crazy stuff. But um the dude said that he was talking to a military guy uh, and he told the military. No, no, I'm lying. He was talking to a billionaire. You know, the guy you ever heard of Skinwalker Ranch. No, heard of well, whatever. You can research that on your own. But he's talking to a billionaire that's into UFO stuff, too. Right. And the guy also has a bunch of military contracts going back to the 50s and 60s. So he's like people in the UFO world say they don't know if he's a ufologist trying to find f- truth or if he's on the UFO side of the government trying to hide truth, right? Mm. So he was able to meet with this guy because the guy saw his documentary, liked it, and when they were able to connect. And then he asked the guy straight up, like, like you know, listen, man, what, like, what's going on here? Where, where, what side do you land on? Are you trying to let the truth out or are you hiding the truth? What's going on? The guy's like, look, man, he's like, they're 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 walking amongst us. I'll just tell you that. I so see, but I was just about to say kind of jokingly, but like half serious. Like the behavior of some people, and and actually this is probably a diss to aliens, but like it's awkward. Some people move awkward. So it's not yeah, some people's eyes go like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> but like there's just some wild shit that you see in the street that you're like, yo, they can't that can't be normal. And then you're like, wait a minute, maybe this is some other being. And, and another another dude said that a, a military guy told him that they're in they live in our oceans. They meaning I don't know who because maybe it's ancient aliens that ended up living in our oceans, or maybe it's ancient earthling peep things that we're not that you know Atlanteans I don't know that 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 live in in the ocean. 
Yeah, don't listen to us, the UFOlogists. <laughs> have no credentials. Crazy hood UFOlogists. <laughs> Crazy UFOlogists. Uh, I think I think that shit is super interesting, though. It is. I mean, I still think it's more conspiratorial than anything, but I could be getting the wool. But the thing is, everything now looks like a UFO. In Miami, we had a bunch of lights flying down, and then they were spread out, and then they came together. And I saw the video, and everybody's like, UFOs in, in Miami. And I'm like, oh, man, damn. Then you yeah. read the comments, and then you research a little bit more. It was a, a drone, nighttime drone show. parachute troopers oh, that, that okay. do it in, at night and do it every time of the year around this time of the year. And that's what it was. <laughs> I don't know. <sighs> cool what shit. A, what a time. So, so, all right. So this question has nothing to do with nothing, but it, it it comes from a conversation I had many years ago. For those that don't know, I'm my with an, with an alien. No aliens. <laughs> okay. Some some aliens might enjoy this. Um, so I my background is in advertising technology, oh. right? And so I I I've typically worked with digital media companies to help them make money from the content that they create, right? So the Illuminati. Yes. So. <laughs> When I was er- like 10 years ago in my career, a friend of mine and I, we were like talking and we were like, yo, like we could take what we know here and take it to a whole different segment of media that is taboo and utilize what we know to benefit ourselves first. And then obviously whoever else we're working with. So that taboo corner of the world is porn. Right. And so the conversation came back up last week when I was at an event and it was basically like, yo, it, it was a, a guy who worked in my industry that's from Canada, from Toronto. And he was telling me how like 20% of what you see online that's porn related comes from Canada. And I had no for I had no idea. I didn't know the Canadians were like this. Heavy. Not only that, bacon but, and sausage. Like, yeah. <laughs> but like Pornhub was ba- is based there. It was founded there. Like it was okay. created. So all this, and I'm like, yo, man, like I've always thought about historically, I was like, yo, if I could take my powers and use them for evil <laughs> in the porn game, I could be filthy rich. But my moral compass never allowed me to do it. And the biggest thing for me was, what do I tell my kids when I have them? Because at the time I didn't have any. Well, that's not true. I have my eldest. But what, what would I tell my kids about how we're living lavish? Like where that came from. And so that that resurfaced. And I wanted to pose the question to you guys. If you had with your background and abilities, the way a way to make crazy dough, but porn is the medium in which you're making it. Could it could it, could it be anything that's you know you consider morally not not in your compass? I guess you could. Yeah, yeah, I guess you could. But- I actually went down that road. Ooh. So I'm, uh, bear with me here. Wait, wait, hold on. Is is are we gonna put ourselves in jeopardy here? I don't want no, you. No, 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 no. Because I, I, I had to think about my moral compass before finally really. I mean, I did pursue it a little bit, but then I you backed away. Point. So me and Kay, we met at a record label that was, was funded funded yep. by a big porn company, Reality Kings, uh, Bang Buzz, those guys, all those guys. And so we were around it a lot, and we saw how much bread these guys had. I mean, they were just dumping a bunch of money into this record label that that we were working at. Right. And 
this is around the time that I've talked oftentimes that I, that I was going through some financial difficulties at a point. Yeah. After that, but way after that though, like a year or two after I had left that label. Um, and so I had people around me that were like, Hey, you, you worked at that porn company. I was like, no, I didn't work at the porn company. <laughs> I worked at a record. They were like, well, you know, you worked in such close proximity that there's people that would be interested in investing in doing that because it just makes so much money and you can consult. And I was like, the only thing I could consult is on the marketing side of it. But, you know, but I'd be interested because at the time I, you know, I was looking for ways to bring in money. And yeah. what's funny about that, and this is, I don't know if this is a Cuban thing, but it's just funny to me that I told, I told my mom about it. Cause I was like, kind of like, you know, like, damn, just before I have kids, I was like, I don't know about this. And I tell my mom, and this is how, you know, your, your parents just love you and they just don't want to see you suffer. Mm. She's, she knows I'm going through it financially. And she's just like, Hey, you know, it's legal, right? It's, it's the American. <laughs> you know, like, so by all means, you know, you're not hurting anybody. Just go ahead, you know, do it. Because <laughs> had she said, no, that's, you know, oh my God, no, I probably would have even more so like not done it. But, I, and I pursued it a little bit. And of course, in pursuing it a little bit, I'm, I'm, I'm surrounded around shady, uh, obviously, People that have no moral standing, no moral compass, just grimy people, some underworld element people, too. Like, I was just exposing myself to some weird-ass groups of people in trying to do this. And at a point, you know, luckily, it didn't go fast. Maybe if it fast-tracked and money came in, God knows what would have happened. But it didn't fast-track it, and a lot of money didn't come in. And But I could have kept pursuing it, and then I was just, you know what, man? This is not for me. This is not. Not for me at all. And I did think very much so. And I always thought of to an extent, you know, at some point I'm going to have kids. They look back at this like this is what, you know, I mean, I think about that. Even some of the music that I'm, I've been involved in, you know, in, in the past. I'm like, right. damn, my kids listen to me. Like, dad, what the, what, the, what the fuck y'all was talking about, bro? Know, what's <laughs> but at least, you know, I could wholeheartedly say I was passionate about the music. <laughs> and so in that I could be like, you know, I was young and we was dumb and this is what we was talking about. But this is not something I'm passionate about. Right. So I would I was definitely um, you know, going outside of my moral compass just to make a, a buck. And that's not cool. And so it ended up not doing it. Uh, but we have a we have a friend, which we're not gonna name at all, that did go down that road more, um, heavy, like really like in it, in the trenches. <laughs> and deep, deep in the bush heavy 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 <laughs> heavy hitters not the djs no, no. um and i you know i would tell him i'm like yo bro and then he had a kid in the midst of doing it or like right in the beginnings of doing it and again this is all the you know when you look back there was a whole financial economic issue throughout the entire country we were going through economic problems so the same goes for him that was happening with me and and he found this lane and he could you know exploit it and he totally put his moral compass to the side. <laughs> he stashed that shit. And I tell him, bro, like in the future, man, like, I don't know, man, you know, like your kid, like it's a hard one to explain. Uh, he's out of it now. Thank God. And 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 before his, his kid got you know old enough to like see it in real time. But I, I worry for him if one day he has to explain it. Mm. How about you, Kay? Maybe it sounds like you want to get away from porn. 
You want to use something less interesting? No, no, I'll just say, because I think it's a general conversation. But yeah, I mean, to E's point, I mean, that, you know, it was a short stint, but it definitely felt uncomfortable just knowing where the money's coming from. Yeah. Um, And I was happy to, when it evolved and, you know, we, we turned it into something else. (laughs) I'll tell you what's wild is walking through those offices, especially the editing area and just Mm. all these these screens and it's these dudes with headphones on they're like editing the stuff and you just see wildness going on um yeah but but i would say generally speaking i I mean it's a good conversation in terms of like having your kids just try to discover like what their moral compass is right because i don't know if uh i don't know if a lot of adults even know what the what their moral compass is or have a you know have been able to to define that i think it's probably a good idea early on in life to for our kids it, to pay it's attention it's going to be hard to find it early on in life yeah sure. that's probably where the the guidance kind of helps them you know keep them in a certain track but but just that inherent feeling of like all right when i do this this feels like it was the right thing to do versus when when i into your when i when i do this or when i went down this path i it didn't feel right at the very beginning i kind of knew i shouldn't be doing this or what this wasn't the right thing for me to do but i did it anyway you know what i mean i I tell people often in when i give advice like if someone asked me for advice I tell people it doesn't mean that my moral compass is your moral compass, but it is important that you establish one for yourself mm-hmm. because that'll help you navigate in, in business or whatever in a place that you feel comfortable and authentic in. You know, like I met many dudes in that in the porn industry that were cool dudes that they had a different moral compass and they did, and it seemed like that didn't affect them. And and, you know, they, they were cool. You know, like, I, I have no judgment on them. It's not for me, but they seem fine. Dudes and, and women, you know? Yeah, look, to each his own, right? That His or her own, to each his or her own. But I, but, I, but I do think, I do think we all know, and sometimes we don't want to listen to those, vo- you know, those, uh, those conversations that we have or those gut feelings that we have. And we do know when we step out and do something that it, we have that cringe of like, fuck, this is not the right thing. But a lot of times folks don't listen to it. And I think that's saying not all money is good money. Sorry, Manny. No, I was just saying, I think it's a challenge, right? Like I'm an old ass person now and I still struggle with like knowing what I'm feeling and then deciding accordingly. Because in my head, my head will tell me something. My gut tells (laughs) me another thing. Pause. And, and I'm like, sorry, which is right. Right. Cause like, and then there's like the machismo aspect of it too. Cause if it's like, <laughs> yo, whatever it might be. Right. I'm like, all right, my gut says, I don't want this. I want to do this. My head says, yo, but think about the pros. Like, why are you being a, why are you being a bitch? Like, just go do X. It's fine. But, but in my gut, I know I'm like, yo, I don't want to, I don't want to do that shit. But then I do it anyway. And then something behold, bad happens. Right? Something that you, <laughs> you don't want happens. Right. But I, but again, it's always a struggle. Like it's not, it's not as clean cut as you might think at this age. Right. But, but, but just think like, it's probably always going to be a struggle, right? There's always going to be struggle moments, but just think like, if we're, if we're able, we're talking about this now and we're able to then provide some guidance to our kids 
maybe they're getting this guidance, you know, at a younger age than maybe we did or other people have gotten. And so maybe it becomes less of a struggle for them as they're older because they've had more time and, you know, been able to, if they've, if they accept some of the guidance here. Let, let me ask you a question. Um, and it, it's kind of like pivoting a little bit, but in the same vein, how would you feel if your child ends up not having this a, a good moral compass? Mm. Um, for example, me and my girl, were, we were talking about like how terrible it must be for the parents of the kids that get killed in these school shootings, but even also equally the parent of the kid that did the school shooting. Yeah, no, that's got to be. Horrific. You know, and me, I immediately just putting myself in those shoes said, I would hope I would want to be the parent that's still there for my kid, even if they were the bad actor in that in that role. Because at that moment is probably when they need you the most. But then you also have to think, what if a kid is like, what if your kid just ends up being this evil fucking crazy person? Like, how do you deal with that? I, th- I think you have to. Um... Yeah, I mean, if they become this total evil, crazy person, then I then I do think at some point you have to take take a step back and be like, right. all right, this is you know it, this is what it is, and 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 you might have to act accordingly. It's almost like when you have um, people that are close to you that uh, you know have addictions and things like that. At some point, like you know, you right. want to you want to be there to help them and you want to try to help but at some point you also have to cut it cut off because there's only so much you can do and you have to just kind of put it in but what determines that like what i think you have i think you have to i guess you have to mentally determine it for yourself because an addict will keep going back and you that's it it exhausts you as a person trying to support them but let's just say a kid that seemed pretty normal up until the point where they did something horrible and then after that they're like stone cold yeah that's that's got to be a man. That's a. I was gonna horrible scenario right there. Oh my! But it God. happens, right? All the time. It happens way too often, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. The question though is, like, I was just thinking about what you said, E. Like, like, can you just like turn around and just like walk away in their biggest moment of need after something crazy, terrible has happened? Like, and the world is completely against them. And and you rightfully so, but still. They're alone completely. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. and, it, and it made me think like, yo, like if I, if I saw signs, right. God forbid. If I saw signs that my kid was trending in that direction, it was going to be a mass shooter type of situation. Am I calling the cops? No. Nah. Prevent it. No, you got to. I think I, I, I wouldn't want to call the cops because you don't even, if it's, you don't know that it's going to happen. Or right. What I would do is at that point, God willing, you have you're financially stable enough to do some drastic things. Take this kid, pluck them out of the world, the world that they're in. Go on a trip with them. Go on a fucking sabbatical somewhere. Do some fucking random crazy shit that like rewires their mind. That's what I would try to do. Have you guys seen the show Accused on Fox? I no. seen you uh, frozen right now. <laughs> 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 Yo, there's an episode. I think it might have been the second episode. So it's a new series on Fox. It just came out last month. Uh-huh. Um, and it goes so 
accused so it's court drama sort of related but there's one episode like I said I think it's the second one this scenario actually plays out so the dad sees signs in his son that he's going off like off the rocker and there's like all these little hints or whatever and then it comes to a point yo the dad decides yo my kid is going to kill someone like he saw it like written in a journal all these like Mm. signs and the dad's like oh shit sorry spoiler alert if you're watching it and you didn't get to watch it sorry i'm telling everybody so the kid so the dad takes the kid on a hike to like a mountain so kind of like what you were just saying like some place that just cleared their head the dad's intention is to kill his son oh my god that's not what i'm saying at all (laughs) he no i know but i'm just saying like (laughs) some of the shit ties so his intention is to go kill him because I think he even went to the police or something and they were like, yo, you, you can't, you don't know what's going to happen, right? right? And then he ends up not killing his son. His son plays him and basically is like acting like, oh, that shit worked and that kind of thing. Right, and then does the shit. And then he killed a bunch of kids in the school. Mm. And himself. He shot himself. And then the dad was in court, basically taking, he, he got left holding the bag, like, yo, you gave your son X amount of dollars to go buy the gun that actually he used for for that thing. So like my wife and I saw that shit and we was just like, we didn't say it, but I know we were both thinking the same thing. Like, yo, God forbid that's something we ever have to deal with. Man, Mm. God forbid a lot of fucked up shit that we, I was heavy. It's scary, man. Over here, we had a, an issue where, or or something on the news that popped up yesterday, uh, I think a 13, 14 year old girl committed suicide because she got bullied and they show the video the, the father wanted i guess approved obviously because they had the father on the news approved the footage of her getting beat up she got jumped in school and then they showed her beat up face and then she committed suicide oh. and then, yeah and then there's another one that my girl I, I can't even i don't even watch it my girl's like you got to watch it because it makes me when anything that even comes close to my kids like there's a uh an older sister and, the, and then the younger brother on the bus, I don't know where this, I don't know if this happened in Florida or somewhere else. I don't know if you guys seen this one where they're getting jumped, also viciously jumped. Ah. Like they're beating the crap out of the, the sister and then the brother, uh, I think, tries to help, but he's little, like like a three-year, a four-year-old or something like that. And then, or five, I don't know, I don't know how old, I don't, not, I don't know if my facts are facts, but they're young kids, one's older and one's younger, and, and they beat the sister up and they beat the brother up, viciously, oh. in, a, in a school bus. Oh, okay. You know, people are losing their minds, dude. How about that thing I sent you today with the family getting like the yeah, that, guys that, are attacking the kids too that are in the what was but that? They, they hit the kids. Yeah, yeah. No, they punched they one of the kids in the mouth. Yeah. And what was that? That was one of those like weird takeover areas, like anarchy areas. Just like uh, like were they doing donuts and oh, that shit, shit like that. What's it called yeah. again? They they labeled it. I'm trying to find it. What they it's call like sideshow or sideshow. That's yeah. it. That shit's out of control, bro. I think here in Florida they made a law right now where the I don't know if it's true. I just saw it on, on IG where they're gonna the cops have the right to confiscate the cars. Good, they should. Yeah, that shit's out of fucking control. But what's up with a, a family like rolling up because it's just they're trying to get home and all of a sudden people start yeah. pulling the kids out and punching them and shit yeah. like i mean again that goes back to lack of moral compass like how can anybody in a group not like even me as a teenager thinking crazy shit 
would never see a family, a mother, a father, and kids as someone that I would want to do any harm to. In fact, I would want to protect them. Yeah, um, what happened to that, bro? Like, I think we might have mentioned this before on, on this pod, but like, yo, know, you think back to your own childhood, right? And in my, in my case, like, in front of my building, the stoop, like the entryway right. of the building, like you had people hanging out, sitting there, but let somebody need to get by, especially if it's an older person, you're going to get up and, and let them through. Or even or, like they got or fa- family with kids, like this yeah, kind of yeah. off, off limits, right? <laughs> yeah. You, yeah. There's a code. Yeah. You're and going to be a wild. Prote- and protect the, the, you know, the kids getting bullied. That was a thing that when we were in high school, me and my friends would try to do another thing that I always was conscious of, uh, Growing up is that me and my group of friends, we looked like a like like an intimidating gang because it was so many numbers of us at you one are. place. You guys are a bunch and, of Kahulians. Yeah. And whenever I would see people come around, I would try to like, you know, like make them understand that we're not a threat to them, you know, in any way possible. And my tone of my voice, tell my friends, move, move over, you know. And, and and so, yeah, man, it's just, yeah, it's crazy. The world has gotten crazy, man. God forbid you're on a subway and you make eye contact with a group of teenagers. <laughs> you do not want to do that. Oh, God. Like, the, and, you know, we, we don't know what the fuck the, the root cause is, but, like, in that example, right? Like, you look at a bunch of teenagers in the eye and then they feel some sort of type of way and you got a situation. But, like, yo, how, how, like, whack must you be inside that everything is a threat like that? Just somebody looking at you. They could be looking past you, but you take it as somebody looking at you a particular way. Well, that's always been a thing, though. You know, here in Miami, we call it easing. If you, you easing me, you know? Easing? Easing is like if you're staring at someone. That sounds very cute. But the difference between no, eye and uh, difference between eye and someone and mean mugging somebody. And or just like you happen to look in some someone's direction and then you know no, yeah, you it seems ca- like you people, catch that random eye contact and you, then it's on, right? People are picking fights on purpose. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's what it is, man. And it's and it's groups. I don't I don't think it's ever often one person by themselves. They're they're doing it in groups where that like I said before with my crew as a group, I felt like I know we're intimidating. I know that that you know I don't want you know I gotta make sure we don't we don't scare people. You know, try to defuse things. I mean, unless it was a situation where we yeah, wanted to be into, you yeah. know, like if Manny came by, we got whoop his ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I almost got my ass whooped by you guys one time. I remember that. By us? Yo, you don't remember, bro? Not by us, bro. Well, with I, us. I, I don't know. No, no, no. No, that was funny. That yeah. we wasn't we wasn't gonna get pounded. Oh no, no, we was whipping ass that day. That that kid is lucky he survived. Don't that. call him a kid because that sounds terrible. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're right. He wasn't. He was an adult. But um, no, you don't remember. There was a time early when you and I met that you. I was visiting. I had moved. No, well, it wasn't that early. I had moved from Florida, but I was visiting, and it was the first time I met Paul. Mm-hmm. And you came with Paul. We. I think you got scooped me up because he was in the neighborhood, and yo, know, Paul was sizing me up something crazy. Yeah, so and, and, and then I'm looking at him like, yo, you good, dog? He's like, yeah. Like he was going to take a bite out of me. <laughs> You're like a tenderloin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like a year later or whatever, I was, actually, by the end of the night, like we were fine. But yeah. but I kind I remember when I asked him about it, he was kind of like, like, yo, I don't know. I don't know. I got to make sure, you know, you you good because he, he brings people in and out. I got to make sure the vibe is right or else. Gotta stomp a motherfucker out. 
Like, okay, all right, security. <laughs> That's one person. It wasn't the crew. I know, but he's part of the crew, so everybody gets it. If I had to go to court, I'd be like, it was crazy hood. It wasn't just Paul. So moral of the story is no one has a moral compass anymore, basically. <laughs> Yo, it's going away fast, bro. And then introduce aliens who the moral compasses are out the window completely, bro. Right. <laughs> But no, but like go, going back to that, like, you know, you chose you, E and, and K, all of us, we chose a path career wise that more closely aligns with what we think is good and bad. Well, yeah, not, getting drunk on camera. Well, <laughs> that's where I was going, right? That's where I was going. To to the viewer, like a lot of people actually would consider that fun. Right. And Most I people we, I think I think we all would, just right. the amount of times you have to do it at a certain point is not fun no more. It's kind right. of Damn, I wish we didn't have to today, right? But but in the grand scheme, you 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 feel good, generally speaking, about it. There's a few things you would change, but no, moral compass you. doesn't yeah. want to be have a legacy of Need of uh, of yeah, no, of 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 influencing people to want to mm. be drunk and 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 potentially be alcoholics. Mm. But, the, but the money's good. <laughs> no, it's just no. But what I've done things, you know, like I've done uh, PSAs that I went out and, and reached out to do for anybody with drug and alcohol issues. Um, you know, there's little things that I try to do to kind of like balance things out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is a grim. This is a grim episode. This is a grim episode. Wait, you know it's gonna be dope when our special guest is fucking uh, Toby from Mars, and he's a father of three, three and a half. Because up there they they don't have holes; they have halves too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that would be interesting. Fucking the Mandalorians, our special guest. He's, he's a real person. He's from Mandaloria. Oh, and he's this... got baby Yoda. No, <laughs> That's no, his I, kid. I got his stepfather. You. I got to catch up on my conspiracy theories. It's been a while. It's not conspiracy, bro. The, the fucking government is saying, pew, pew, this. look at these things in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> pew, pew. <laughs> uh, everybody's kids good, though? Yeah. Before we wrap? Yeah. So far, so good, man. Yeah. I'm just looking up in the sky for these Chinese spy balloons. Yeah, and, be careful and out and there. Some. Be careful out there. You enjoy that. Thanks. All right, gentlemen. All right, man, I got to run. Same. Peace in the hood. Later. Yo, be a father. If not, why bother, son? A boy can make him, but a man can raise one. Be a father to your child.